Jeremy, let's take a cruise down memory lane. JT, you can't handle the cruise. You can't handle the cruise. As it turns out, if you haven't seen my Instagram, I can handle the cruise. <laughs> In fact, if you haven't seen his Instagram, I, other than we don't want to lose you for the next 30 seconds, it's worth going to uh, go to the show notes, find JT's Instagram link. And uh, why you why you throw a couple bucks towards his charity? It's for a good cause. He's growing a not-too-ridiculous-anymore-looking mm. mustache. Still but last bad. week was certainly just dirt on his face. It was bad. It was real bad. But we're here to talk instead about Cruz and Cruiserson. We're going to talk about Tommy Tommy Cruz Cruz, the Cruz Cruz Master. Our, our favorite, just kidding, not my favorite. This episode, we're going to do Replace or Keep the Cruise. So this is a whole new format. We've never done this before. I actually think it's a lot of fun, and I could see us doing this again in the future, potentially, with more peeps. Um, so, Jeremy, in putting together – because this is interesting because I didn't realize – I don't know why I didn't realize, but I did not realize just how long Tom Cruise has been Tom Cruise, aside from his entire life. Well, well, he's been Tom Cruise – I can't imagine – I don't know. I mean, he could have been minutes after. We don't know – I didn't name one of my kids right away. So that's true. That's most true. most of his life. So, ladies and gentlemen, instead of doing a typical top five of a category, we've got a special, special, special shtick on Cruise and how long he's been cruising. JD, do you want to set the whole thing up for everybody? Yeah. So let's set it up. So, uh, Jeremy being a Gen Xer, I think there's some movies that you probably are familiar with that I'm not. Me being millennially, millennially, uh, I have a different view of the cruise. That said, I have made it known on this podcast multiple times. I'm not a huge Tom Cruise guy. Uh, purely as an actor, we're not doing anything personally. I don't care. <laughs> it does not right. matter. There, there will be no couch references after that one. Nope. For the entire, well, I can't guarantee. Right. But mostly, most of the, but you and I don't have any personal issues with who, to, I don't care what Tom Cruise does outside of theaters. But in theaters, I think he's overrated. So it brought us to this. So here's how we got to where we got to. First, I put a list of all the movies of Tom Cruise that I have seen, of which there was a fair amount, but also some ones that were neglected, which Jeremy has let me know very specifically that I need to fix. What are you doing uh, tomorrow or maybe, you know, tonight, like, you know, like midnight, like, you know, like the like the edge of tomorrow. <laughs> right. right. So on the edge of tomorrow or on the edge of today, I need to watch the edge of tomorrow. But once we had that list together, we were like, okay, Jeremy's going to take five movies, his top five movies where you 100% cannot replace the cruise, meaning he had to be in those films for it to work. And then inversely, because of my personal opinion of Tom Cruise and his overratedness, I'm going to take five movies where I think you absolutely could have replaced him, maybe in some instances, should have. Sounds great. And and for the record, I also am not here saying Tom Cruise is the greatest actor of all time, but I will say my my position, my my thesis, my my Kane Hackman theory, if you will, <laughs> is I think for a very specific type of role slash movie, Tom Cruise is is an irreplaceable actor in that movie. I think in general he's he's a not super versatile, intense guy. Like if you want the intense guy in your movie, 
to and, and can carry a whole movie and can be a leading man and can do all the things you're going to need. He's he's definitely there for it. But I think there are particular roles where you cannot decruise the movie. All right. Well, so let's get right into it. And we're going to start. So we're instead of going back and forth this week because of the shtick, we're going to go straight through. So Jeremy owns the first top five. Uh, what we're going to do is he's just going to run through them. If for some reason I have one of those movies on my list of where I want to replace him, carnage ensues. And it'll be a great time. Yeah, I'm realizing the name of this episode. We should, we should if we have not already titled it, this is the cruise control. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> it most certainly is. Time cruise unthrottled. Okay. <laughs> so I have a pseudo Shawshank. Oh, so my Shawshank, in this case, what I decided was like, what is just the most, most cruisiest of cruise moments in a movie? Sure. The movie that beyond all others, if I had to just defend to the mat, you just do not recast this movie. So it's, you know, it's not our technical Shawshank rule, which is basically what is the greatest thing of a given category. So it's not technically that, but it's sort of that. Okay. And my choice... By the way, JT, I got something else in my shtick for the week, just to let you know. Okay. I decided to come all the way onto your camp and then go way into the ridiculous territory beyond it. So I have my picks. So I have a Shawshank and five movies that I would say are Cruz's best vehicles. And then I have the actor who would be the absolute worst I could come up with (laughs) to replace him in said movies that would turn such a movie into an absolute travesty. I love that. That's great. Perfect. Okay. All right. There'll be no guessing game for this part of the part of the episode, everybody. But my most cruisiest of cruise can be is Top Gun. Yeah, so Top Gun is firmly in my, you just have to keep him there. It defined him, I think, and it defined a lot of roles after him. Agreed. Top, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And in any way, you could almost say that that the Ma- what you just said is right. He, he created Ma- Maverick became Maverick, and then I'd say in most of the rest of these, it's sort of Maverick showing up again, and that's what makes it so perfect. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Now, my who I would love to replace Tom Cruise with in this movie to make it a ridiculous movie. Uh, by the way, the rules of this part of the game, because JT will be going into it much more on the when we do replace him, will be you can pick any actor, living or dead, from any time period, male, female, gender, color, whatever it is uh, that you want put in the movie, you might have to change some of the shtick, but you can put anyone you want. So the least mavericky actor I could come up with was Ricky Gervais. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's okay. Great. Ricky Gervais is Maverick, everybody. Just try to picture it. That's hilarious. Next up, I give you Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible. Okay. I considered, I've considered others. Now you're going to tell me if, if this is on your top five replaceables, right? Correct. I will. Okay. So this is not. No, I actually have Mission Impossible, the whole franchise in yeah. my, you have to keep him in that role. Yeah. I went thinking about some other action heroes. You know, if you go earlier to those, Stallone, you know, it doesn't work with a Stallone Schwarzenegger style. No. 80s style action hero. Then you go to the 90s and you've got what, like your Bruce Willis, Keanu Reeves style action hero doesn't work. You go to the 2000s and you get your your best candidate for, for a Tom Cruise replacement, which is Matt Damon. Yep. Uh, most Mostly because of the Bourne movies. 
And I think there's something about the intensity of Ethan Hunt that that Cruz can channel that Damon doesn't quite get there. I think Damon would have, could have made a great Ethan Hunt style character, but you'd have a very different franchise as a result. Agreed. Totally agree. Yeah. And I also do believe that his commitment to the physical work, the stunts that he does himself, is part of what makes those movies so magical. Yeah, listen, I actually, I, I love this pick. I take no issues with Ethan Hunt. None. Uh, I haven't seen all of them, to be honest, just because they're up to like seven or whatever. Like, I think I've missed one or two in the middle somewhere just because it's kind of like, I don't know. I, I'm going to say, buddy, four, five, and six is a heck of a ride. Like... They, those are three. The first one's great. For the second sure. one's terrible. Real bad. Unfortunately. Horrible. John Woo, just a, such a disappointment. Oof. Third one's pretty good, and Philip Seymour Hoffman's great in it. That's that's the saving grace for that movie for me is PSH is the best. Yeah. The mistake they make there, actually, it's funny. I watched that with Sam a few weeks ago, is they do the you, – you start the movie like two-thirds of the way through the story, and then you do the 10 days ago. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and but then – I'm going to tell you, if you have, go check which of four, five, and six you haven't seen, give them a watch. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. Listen, again, I'm, I'm all in on Ethan Hunt. I think Tom Cruise nails that role, and I'm all for him to continue to do that until he breaks all of his legs. And the worst possible Ethan Hunt would be Polly Shore. Yep. That's right. That's 100% correct. Okay. okay. <laughs> and even though I picked some ridiculous actors through all of this, I think he... in. In every way, ruins Ethan Hunt the most. Yeah, he one hundred percent cannot squeeze the juice out of Ethan Hunt. I mean, he would take the mask off. What's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. <laughs> All right. Next up on the list, irreplaceable in the, and these are by the way actually in the order I think of their his irreplaceability. So okay. in this one, I'm going to give you Jerry Maguire. Okay. Do we have an argument? I disagree. All right. I think you should take over then right away and let's hear your case. Sure. And then we'll go. The, in other words, let's see if you could persuade me out of my position. Yep. Because I know you have someone in mind. I do. And then we shall see. Do I concur? Sure. So for every one of these, I we're, we will play a little guessing game on my side. I'm going to give you the birth date of the actor that I want. That Basically, I'm going to pick one person that makes a case for why Cruise wasn't the best. I can pick, to your point, any time and space. So this yeah. actor was born on March 12th, 1968. The two movies I'll give you are The Rum Diary and The Wicker Man. Wicker Man, you got Nick Cage. It's true. But it's not that. It's not him. And now you're going to give me five words about the to describe the actor in some way. Yes. Five okay. words are, some would say, two-faced. Okay, so Wickerman, is it Aaron Eckhart? It is Aaron Eckhart. Okay, so if ever if anyone hasn't seen Aaron Eckhart, uh, he was Two Face in the, uh, the the Batman movies. There, he was also in. Thank you for not smoking. He's done a lot of, He's done a lot of stuff. He's done a Brothers lot of McMullen. Yeah, I think is where he got to start. Yep. I remember actually. Yeah, that was my video store days. Could Aaron Eckhart have pulled off Jerry Maguire? Okay, I, I assume you have a case for this that's specific. I do. So here's here's my thing with Aaron Eckhart in general. 
Jerry Maguire is great, by the way. It's a great movie. It plays really well. Like, I don't think Cruz is bad in it by any stretch of the imagination. Cuba Gooding Jr. is irreplaceable in that movie. No one does that. I, I That I am firmly believe of because I almost think you needed someone who was breaking out the way that movie broke him out to be in that role because there's some parallels with the character that I think are very clever. I think I agree with a, with a mild, maybe, maybe not only because I think, I think his most important scene is the show me the money, the, you know, the JT scene. Uh, (laughs) Again, people Instagram. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's the most, most important scene he has. And I agree with you with that scene. I think otherwise, though, it's a different movie. I think, I think Kubo's, didn't he win Best Supporting Actor for it? He did. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say no one else would have won that award for that role. Like, fair. But I think, I think the story could have worked with others, is maybe what I would say. All right. That's fair. I'll give you that. But, let, but let's go back to Eckhart and receiving the, the, that part. Yeah. So here's the thing with the thing with Jerry Maguire with the the role of Jerry Maguire, right? There is a certain like there's a certain depth and desperateness to this character. And the way that Cruz plays it is at 11, right? So it's the screaming and it's the sort of like wild movement and he does all this and again I literally just rewatched some of this to to orient myself for, for my Instagram. I don't know what my life is that that's a thing that I'm doing, but whatever. But like a lot of what Cruz is in this is manic, which he's good at. And I think that's good. Eckhart, I think, has this big depth level to him where a lot is going on under the surface. And on the surface, he manages to display that, but still looking calm. He also just sort of looks like a sports agent to me. Like he looks like a sports night guy. So if you've got him with the floppy blonde hair and he has like this really kind of brooding sense of like immediate need to do things, but he's a little calmer about it, like in his act out, but you still get the same emotion. It feels more realistic to me and less like a movie, which I don't know if that's good or bad. But for me personally, because I, I adore sports, it feels more on brand. Like a lot of the Jerry Maguire stuff is very Cameron Crowey. It's very much like this is what life would be like if someone wrote it. It's not like this is how life happens. The despair and the had me at hello and all that stuff is great. It's great. But Cruz is like almost too on the nose. Like I think he's too on the nose. He's playing it too movie-ish and it removes mm. you from reality entirely. Whereas I think Eckhart, even in a, even like in his Harvey Dent character, lots of scary despair, but pretty calm. Like, you know what I mean? Like it felt very human. Something about Jerry Maguire, Tom Cruise doesn't feel human to me. Well, he's not human. He's Tom Cruise. Uh, I think... <laughs> I think there's an interesting point you're making. I agree with the side of Eckhart that's handling. If we think about Jerry Maguire's sort of two roles in one, you've got the sports agent side, and then you've got the almost coming of age, maturing male lead, becoming a rom-com or romantic figure. I'm not sure exactly what you'd call that type. I think he nails the first half, and I don't think he nails the second half the way Cruz would. So okay. you'd still have a great movie. I don't think – I think, though, that the overall – I'd rather have my sports agent be a little more larger-than-life crazy than 
I'm not as convinced he could pull off the romantic lead part. Ooh, I don't know if I agree with that. I think he can. Have, did you see No Reservations with him in it? No, I've seen, I saw a lot of his early stuff. I That was, again, my video store day, so I was tracking, like, he's like an indie film guy back when right, right, right. indie films meant, you know, meant, actually meant something. Like, you don't have $50 million to make your budget. Like, that's, that's right. not indie. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, look, I, so here's the thing. I, one of the things that you'll notice is I didn't, I tried not to shy away from movies that were good just because they're good. Yeah. Good. No, this is a very good pick, JT. I, I think and you make a very compelling argument. I hadn't thought of him at all as a cruise contender. Cause I, what I started by doing was like, who are some of the people that I think feel cruisiest? Okay. And his name did not make mine. So I'm, I'm still sort of like, Placing him in all the scenes I can actually remember of Jerry Maguire, which I haven't seen in quite some time. Um, I, I think you've. I think you've still. Let's put it this way: I don't think you've sold me that that he works as a slot in, and you still have the movie you had. Okay. I think you might end up with more of a forgettable movie. Okay. Um, like it becomes sort of a, a rote. Clever, sportsy, rami kami kind of thing. Like, um, what was that? P- the Pacino one with Oliver Stone. Uh, Any Given uh, Sunday. The, Any Given Sunday, which is, I, I think you end up with a movie like that, which had aspirations of greatness, but didn't quite hit it. Okay. I think you need a, I think you need, I'm going to go back to, I think Cruz is the one who moves it into that stratosphere of whatever it was. Look, I could be wrong, but I like your pick a lot. It's a really well thought out pick, JT. I would bet that there are more people on your side here than my side because I do think that it's an iconic performance. And I will tell you that of all the ones I tried to replace him in, this one was probably the hardest, which might have been why, I mean, two things. One, I tried very hard not to just plug in Tom Cruise derivative work actors, of which yeah. there are a lot. So sure. you'll see that throughout the list, hopefully. Um, this one was hard. Because I love him in this movie. I really don't have issue with him in it. However, I don't think he makes it, which is kind of the point. I was like, I don't know that Tom Cruise is the make or break in this. Listen, what I, who I wish they would recast is Renell Zellweger, but that's a whole different thing. <laughs> totally. No problem over there. No problem. Wait, let me pitch and you. Let me pitch you. All right, so here's the movie. The movie ah. is kill the love interest entirely, now bring Eckhart in, make it about sports and business. That movie hunts. That dog hunts, I think. Yeah, that dog hunts, but I and and Different. maybe that's making my case a little though, my friend, because I think that's maybe. showing where the movie's a little flawed without Mr. Cruz. Yeah, maybe I just want to get rid of Zellweger. But anyway, go ahead. That's fine. We can do that. And what makes the movie distinctly worse is when you cast him with a slightly younger Rodney Dangerfield. Oh boy, brutal! And they almost made that movie. It was called Ladybugs. <laughs> <laughs> I show you the money. I get no respect. Uh, <laughs> What do you want from me? <laughs> all right. Uh, I can't do impersonations at all. Next up, again, in <laughs> declining order of you couldn't have done this with anybody but Mr. Tom Cruise. One of his smaller roles, but quite the standout. I know this. Can I guess? Sure. Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. <laughs> Love Grossman. Yeah. Only because you can't do the the thing. You can't do it at all. It's a thing because he's Tom Cruise. It doesn't work right. if it's... At, the only maybe is Nicolas Cage. But really, he's just being Nicolas Cage at that point. So it's not as funny. 
That's right, because because Nick Cage, you just be like, oh, he's he's caging out. Hey, look, which, it's Cage. You know, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like for Tom Cruise and just the the, I mean, he'd already done some cursing work in another movie, but to like take it to this level, yeah. You know, I can't think. I couldn't think of one, except for possibly Jimmy Stewart. Oh, Jimmy Stewart's really good. <laughs> I had it written down because I think he'd have done it terribly, but I think it would have been the funniest thing ever to try to see a Jimmy Stewart Lev Grossman. (laughs) I'm trying to, I really went, Justin Long does a great Jimmy Stewart. And I wish that I could think of any of the lines from that movie to try to do that. But I also, we can't say anything on this podcast from that. All right. Next up, last two in this order. Okay. Minority Report. All right. So I agree. Uh, I, I actually wholeheartedly agree. I actually love this movie. Um, I think it's, it's a great movie. I think it's super underrated. I, I found out it might not be as underrated as I thought. It has an 80 on Metacritic. I, I, like People don't re- refer to this as good, I think, in pop culture, but like it's a very good movie. That said, I found I was tr- this is what I wanted to pull because I was like, can I who can I put in this? Because I love this movie. And I had a few ideas, right? Which is like, so Will Smith, which basically did a much worse version of this with that iRobot thing. An iRobot, yeah. Like that's just, this is just a better everything than that, like across the board. Um, so Will Smith would have been fun. I was trying to think of like yeah, ultimately, I just agree with you. It's so well done, and he's per- he's really good in this, like really good. So it's funny he actually never ended up making because I have my replaceable people list, and I had Will Smith down, and I kept trying to figure out where I'd put him as 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 a in a in the Tom Cruise role. And this also actually was the one where I was like, could you? Because there's a lot of the sequences here that I think he plays well. He, I think he could do really well as the guy who's lost his family. Oh, yeah. I think he can hold a lot of those. That, you know, we saw him in uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Is down on he, he knows how to do that with Independence Day. We know how he he knows how to be the other side, and even with like uh, Enemy of the State, you know. Yeah. But I felt like pulling all of them together wasn't something you've seen Will Smith do as much. Whereas I think Tom Cruise has shown that he can kind of hit each of those dimensions in the same role. Yeah, I think that's that's totally fair. Listen, we'll get to – I hope to bring this up later because Minority Report might be the reason I have issues with Tom Cruise. As Interesting. I, by the way, I think the reason this movie is not bigger is it happened in the midst of his being a little couchy. Sure. <laughs> 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 okay. And then final, oh by the way, uh minority report with uh one of our one of both of our favorites, but not in this one. John C. Riley. Terrible. That'd be terrible. terrible. Yep. Love that. that's a great pick. You tell me he killed that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, and one that I know you can't speak to that well because it wasn't that that part of your list, but it's still one I will pick is the firm. So I actually thought about this one and I have like one person I thought would be good at this, but it's not strong enough for me to talk about it at length. So I'm happy to have you tell me that it's, it's a replaceable. I'll, I'll accept it. 
No, but I'm curious now. Let's. What was your maybe pick here? So here, this is a little bit weak sauce because, like, right now, I think you could arguably put this kid in anything, and you'd be like, sure. But don't give me Timothy Chalamet. No, no, I do love Timothy <laughs> Chalamet. It's not him though. Same, but he's he could have done that. No, I, Adam Driver. Yeah, it's funny because Adam Driver was one I was thinking about for Jerry Maguire. So. Same, same, <laughs> same, same. Uh, the thing with Adam Driver is he's just a little too sad boy, I think. And Jerry Maguire has to have a little bit more upswing where Eckhart has a bunch of upswing. Adam Driver middles it like his his peak is middle. He doesn't get a lot right. bigger than that. Angry he does. Happy he has not shown that a ton, uh, which is he's why. A little, he's I, a little broody. He's a little broody. He's super broody, which is why I thought the firm, like my memory of the firm was like, there's like two or three very specific scenes that stick out to me in the firm. And in each of those, I was able to put Adam Driver in and go, yeah, that'd probably be dope. I, I could see that for, I think he'd have done a lot of good stuff in, on the lawyerly and some of the actiony stuff. But again, you come back to, he also has to be a romantic male lead, which uh, Driver pulls off great. He's good at that. But he has to be the kind, you know, I don't know if you remember this scene, but there's a bunch of sequences where he he's with Gene Triplehorn and he's doing like this, like really intense, like, holding her like up close and like reassuring her and he's got a plan and he's also sort of sensitive and whispering and he's also reminding him her of what their first dates and stuff and like i again i think cruz's ability to turn himself up to 11 at certain things yeah i think really heats up in this role i i i'm happy to accept this as an irreplaceable because like i said we, we talked about this off air but like this is one of those movies that I just don't remember enough of to speak to super intelligently. I've seen it. I could probably give you like a really bad synopsis of it, but not enough to like be like, oh, that scene is where he really cruised it up. Like, I don't, I don't have that. <laughs> right. I, and I do think, though, this is where are going back again to Matt Damon. This is probably in his territory. I, I think you have a version of the firm with Matt Damon that is a very good movie. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. I, I think this is my point. I think we could throw in other actors in many of these and and it's fine. And in, ca in many cases with good scripts, very good. I just think there's certain things that pushes it up. Like there are, you know, Cruz gets to do some running in this one, you know, and I he think it's a movie run. that warrants. It, it does, but there's a huge action scene that is basically just him running, right. you know, like he's just like on that. Was it a bridge or a dock or a pier? Like I think it's a dock. If my memory serves, I don't know. Yeah. For some reason, he just like, yeah, Tom Cruise has just got big golden retriever energy to me. <laughs> now, you have to, of course, slot in quite the replacement for the firm. This is the most ridiculous of all. Danny DeVito. Oh, that's terrible, and I love it. I actually hope they make that movie. <laughs> all right. So those are mine. Those are my cruisiest of cruise cruises. Listen, for the most part, I, I think I agree with all of them. I'm surprised you didn't have one that I will probably talk about. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, I, I I agree with all of them. The McGuire one's the only one, and I knew I was kind of I was kind of making a I was reaching, if if you will. I was reaching. Were you? <laughs> you are you always have been a, a bit of a one who reaches or what I would just call like a reacher. Yeah, like a like a M yeah, like a Jack Reacher. Which is which is going to be my first? We should replace Tom Cruise movie. Which is top on the, my pong list. So now flipping in this mode, I have a pong list, and we'll see which of mine JT already has. Okay, but Jack Reacher was the number one 
on it. So I'm going to tell you who I'd replace Mr. Cruz with. July 12th, 1978. Uh, it's not a super easy... I have a lot of movies written down, and I don't know that any of them are brilliant here. Let me give you... Oh, boy. How about we do Turbo and Machete? Uh, I know Machete's Danny Trejo. That's true. But it's not Danny Trejo. No. Can I get my five words? Five words. <laughs> starts, <laughs> starts as family. Gone. Back. Starts as family. Gone back. Starts as family, but then gone back. Left the family. Well, quit the family. Back to family. <laughs> Starts family. Gone back. Well, the, when you say family, the again thinking you a little bit and thinking movies a little bit. My only guess is you're maybe referencing like Dom Toretto, and this is Vin Diesel. I'm referencing the Fast and the Furious franchise, but not Dom Toretto. Are you referencing Paul Walker? I'm not. Oh, someone else from the Fast and Furious. Is it The Rock? No. Uh, as long as it's not Tyrese, I'm, I'm pretty much out. It's Tyrese? No. Oh, God, no. <laughs> he can't act. No, he's terrible. Funny guy. It's terrible. <laughs> Who else? Uh, I, 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 oh, um, Jason Statham. Nope. Oof. I'm just going through all of the. Do you want me to just keep going through Fast and Furious characters? I could just tell you. Is it Letty, the girl who plays Letty? Michelle Rodriguez. Hear me out. Okay. Hear me out. <laughs> okay. By the way, I have one here as well. So let's do it with all yours. Okay. And then we'll go. Jack Reacher's a great story. The execution in the movie, I take issue with. My argument, this is my ultimate Tom Cruise argument, which I will make in other versions of this too. This is, you have Ethan Hunt. And you've got Maverick. So in order to make this interesting for me, you have to be something other than either of those two. And in this movie, he's just leaning into Ethan Hunt, but quieter. And it's annoying. And it's not special. And it's not particularly interesting. So Michelle Rodriguez is terrifying on screen. Yes. She is yes. super cold hyper-calculated, she can stare through the back of your skull through a movie scene. It's a really hard thing to be able to do. I think, you know, listen, gender swap aside, which in this instance I actually think would have been a lot of fun, like the idea that she just comes in is this sort of ruthless, cannot be messed with, cannot be absconded, that's the wrong word, but you know what I mean. Like, she's perfect. I think she is the character. She, she comes in cold. She is cold. She does exactly what she's supposed to do. At no point does she move off of her, of her target, and she just finishes the job. And, like, she has the physicality to be scary. Even that whole scene in the bar with the guys, I actually think that scene's even cooler with her in it than him because, again, that's just like a bad Ethan Hunt impression again. It's like, yeah, we've seen this before. It's not particularly clever. So my argument with Cruz is that he set two really high standards with Hunt and Maverick, and anytime he tries to play into either of those other roles, I just think he falls flat because he's better just doing those roles. And I think Michelle Rodriguez would just be a lot of fun. 
I, I like this pick a lot. I think it's great. Uh, I have an issue, which I'll get to in a moment, which is all about her size. But uh, I agree fair. with everything you said about what he does wrong in this movie. I, I don't actually think he does anything wrong in this movie, to be honest. I think he's just miscast. I think he he does the best version of this role he could have done. Yeah, I'll give you that. I th- Listen, they hired Tom Cruise to come be Tom Cruise. And my argument is I'm not interested in Tom Cruise as Jack Reacher. Agreed. Have you read the books? Uh, one of them. And I couldn't tell you a lot about it because I flew through it on like two flights. But All right. So you might – whether or not you remember – the original premise of the story though is this is – a man, and, and I fully agree. Like the gender swap version actually makes it far more interesting. Uh, it's a man in his forties who's retired from the army and is six foot five. Well, that that's not. By the way, not <laughs> neither of them. She's exactly. his. She's his height. <laughs> no, exactly. The big the biggest problem we have with Cruz is he's not big. So we'll go to my pick. Born in nineteen eighty. Okay. Includes uh, appearances in the Lego Movie and the Hateful Eight. Lego Movie, Hateful Eight. Okay. Hateful Eight. And I will give you. He's a magic jumping soldier. Lego Movie. Hateful Eight. Uh, magic jumping soldier. Somebody who's tall. I'm having a hard time. I mean, Chris, no. I don't know. I don't know. I I couldn't figure out a way to use the word jump without jumping. So just jump? Mm. It's not happening for me, bud. Not happening. So the actor in question would be Channing Tatum. Oh, 21 Jump Street. Now I get it. Yeah. Magic Magic Mike. Yeah. Uh, give him like 15 more years and then put him in this role. Okay. I believe you. I, I actually think Jack Channing Tatum is Jack Reacher in 15 years. Dope. Like that would be my, I, I, I would love for the movie industry just like be like, you know what? We got a guy, but we need some time or do some of that. AD, what's the opposite of like the, the de-aging tech? Like <laughs> right. Just, just throw some gray hairs on that guy's head. And we're all good. Fair enough. Um, that's great. I, yeah, I mean, I like Channing Tatum. He's a little too big, but again, I'm the Jack Reacher in my head is the one in films because I don't remember the book the way you do. So fair enough. If I, yeah. If I were to say, close your eyes, picture Channing Tatum in 10 years, and then go read the opening, the first paragraph of the first, uh, uh, Lee Child book there, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's Channing Tatum. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Love that pick. Great pick. Could, by the way, could have also been the other one I had for this was, uh, as a backup included John Wayne. Oh, fun. And Scott Glenn. Okay. I love Scott Glenn. Because Scott Glenn can go menacing. He, sure, sure. He can, he can be dark. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan. All right. All right. Moving along. Let's let's go to... Yeah, you know what? I'll just stay in the same vein. So, June 27th of 1990. Is that the movie or a person? No, this is, this is the movie. I'm going to tell you the movie. I'm not making you guess. So, oh, okay. Days of Thunder. On my list. I'm going to replace this with somebody who was born on September 12th, 1973. I'll give you Into the Blue and Takers. Uh, 
Those are movies. Yeah, it's it's a hard. He's hard. It's a it's a man. <laughs> uh, I got nothing so far. All right, five words. Was cop became brother gone. Was cop became brother gone. Paul Walker. Paul Walker. So genuinely, I did not intend to have two Fast and Furious on this list. However, here's my beef with Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder is Maverick in a car. And it was only like a couple of years removed. And so again, I have no issues with Tom Cruise's notes. Where I have issue is when they do the same note in a different story. Pick a new note. Now, Paul Walker is my choice because I'm my age and because of Fast and Furious and because nobody would look better in a NASCAR than that handsome guy. And the hair. Oh, buddy. Just the whole thing. Everything. The love interest and the the, the back and forth with the crew chief. And yeah, Paul Walker, man. Like 110% Paul Walker. Now... That being said, I do have somebody else that's from a different time that I'm interested to hear your opinion on because I don't know if it's a good idea, but I think it's interesting. All right. Well, let's do this, but I want, I, I, I have, so this was in my top five also. Okay. And I have someone as well, but I also have written down, not only will JT pick this movie, he will pick Paul Walker. As well, he should. That's the right pick. Because that's the one I was going to pick too, and then I was like, "Nah, I'm going to let that be JT's," and I got Thank something you. else. So I let's let's let. Do you is your guy kind of a lark, or you want to go through it also? No, no, no. I'm, I'll just say the guy's name. Like this is this oh, okay. is just sort of just like banter, quick banter. Because I, yeah. I got stuck on it for a minute. Because I was like, "All right, Paul Walker is the obvious choice." Anybody who's my generation that doesn't say Paul Walker doesn't understand movies. Uh, the fun one for me because I was trying to go back in time, like, okay, who could have played that role? Maybe interestingly. Woody Harrelson? Woody Harrelson could definitely have been in this movie for sure. <laughs> they, they totally belongs in the movie. Could he have played the intensity? Again, I have issues with him on the love interest side of things. I, I think he's an awkward, romantic leading male. Um, oh, I loved him in <laughs> Natural Born Killers. Natural Born Killers. No. Yeah. He doesn't have. He's not an actor that ha- I find he does not have crazy chemistry with a lot of people. Yeah, that's fair. But then that's- again, with Nicole Kidman, maybe that's okay. Maybe their anti-chemistry would become chemistry. What was the main, the main reason he stuck to me was literally the exact thing you just said. He has such little chemistry with anyone, which is why I thought he'd be the perfect Cole Trickle. <laughs> It, it, it's a fair it's a fair thought anyway so here's here's the one I put down 1964 okay two movies include something's got to give and Dracula oh something's got a something got it that's the one with Jack Nicholson and uh right that's that movie. yep okay that's well, that movie it's not Jack Nicholson because he's way older than 64 correct uh, the five words I will give you time traveling teen Keanu Reeves. and assassin Keanu Reeves. Yeah. So yeah. Interesting. 
I thought about Keanu Reeves in general for them, for for him, specifically because of the work that he's done in The Matrix and uh, in John Wick, where I was like, oh, you know what? Like, Keanu's got chops, chops when it comes to stuff like yeah. that. I don't know. There's, I don't know about the... The thing with Trickle is it's not quiet intensity. It's loud intensity. It's fair. It was... Uh... It's one of it was on the list is like it's definitely Days of Thunder is definitely a replaceable role for sure, um, but I think that's a fair point too. You want someone with a bit more explosiveness about him, yeah? Because like the Paul Walker, like the Paul Walker I'm casting is the is Paul Walker from the first one when he's fighting with Vince and he's like big, yeah, yeah. big bravado, mad, punching the things and all that stuff. Like that's the Paul Walker I want. No, he's got to be a little loose and young and loose and shooting from the hip and yeah, yeah, yeah. offending people and all that. Yeah. All right, so two for two. Let's see, because uh, I've got like the top five, and then I've got like the four others also. All right, so here's the one where I think. So remember, so I've got Jerry Maguire. We disagreed on, so I got Reacher and Thunder. So I only, I only got two more. My next one is the one where I think you might take issue, and I'm surprised it wasn't higher on your list. So December 11th of 1992, A Few Good Men. Uh, I have I have someone in mind here. This is this is my sixth on the entry. I actually agree. He is replaceable. Okay. So I struggled between two people here and I'll give you the first one. So the first one is November 29th, 1976. Two movies I'll give you are 42, which is funny for us because you and I just had a trivia question about that person and draft day. What was the birth year? One more time. 1976. I don't. I you know. I never saw the forty-two draft day. Is that Kevin Costner? Yeah. Is this Kevin Costner? No. Oh, okay. All right. What's your uh, What's your five words? All right. Uh, five words is from the diamond to kinghood. Is this Is this Aragorn? No, but good guess. From the diamond, maybe a baseball diamond reference there. Well, that was in case that was in case you didn't pick up forty two. I was trying because this is the role that that's the role that he sort of broke out in, and then he became the king Mm. of somewhere else. Did he also? Oh, is it Will Smith who then plays Ali? Nope. Ooh, but that would have been a good clue. Well, you know, yeah. Uh, The king of somewhere else, seventy six. I don't know. What if I said gone too soon? 70, is this Philip Seymour Hoffman? Chadwick Boseman. Oh yeah. So oh, so he was the, he he did he play Jackie Robinson? Uh, so he played yeah he played Jackie Robinson. That's kind of what put him on the map. He was also Vontae Mack, I think, was the kid's name in draft day, and then obviously he's the King of Wanda. So I, I had uh, I have forty two in my to be watched list because when I went after Boseman passed, I went like, all right, what are all the big movies he had? I need to see them all. He's so good. <laughs> so. The the reason that so first of all I I people love this role I just had to do part of this role like for my Instagram stuff and it, it's really good he's very good in this movie I don't have huge Tom Cruise issues but I don't think he makes it like I, I think that like Bozeman for me is like so earnest and so steadfast and so genuine that I actually think he could have done this even better and maybe with a different kind of intensity right so. Chadwick to me is doing this with like sort of like 
thumb on his hand, like you know better. Like it's almost like uh, it's almost from a point of like he's he's unassailable. Something about Bozeman always felt very royal and regal to me. And maybe that's because of the roles he played, right? But like, right, he just felt so honest. I don't know. He just like I you didn't feel like he ever lied. He- He's an actor where you would argue that he he should always take role like he he should have always been in roles where the moral compass is 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 very very pointing in the right direction. Yeah, like, he's due north at all at all points. He always felt like that to me, and also yeah, like in yeah. interviews and as a person, like he just always felt due north. For some reason, my issue with Cruz in A Few Good Men is I don't know that I buy him as being that by the book. <laughs> I, I I do. I, I have no problem. This this is a different territory for me. I think he's great in this role, and I think others could have pulled it off and still resulted in as great a movie. Sure. Right. The, the, so the question that you have to now ask is: Could Bozeman, at whatever the right age for the role is, could that Bozeman play off against both Nicholson and GI Jane? There, I think right? the answer is yes. And I think I agree with you. I, but I think that's the criteria. This is why I think it's a harder one to recast, right? Because you only a few actors can really hold that kind of a room. But I do think a lot of other people actually could have held it off nicely. I have, so so I have a I second love, one. I, have a I second love your one. pick. Oh, I have a second one. No, I want you to go first. Because just, just in case, and on the odd chance we pick the same person, you deserve your pick first. There's no chance we did. Uh, and this is one that's definitely taking advantage of the time machine that I had at my disposal. Fair enough. Okay. Born in 1937. Oh, boy. You know him. Uh, he was an easy rider and Mars Attacks. I love Mars Attacks. I know. That's why I put it in there. I'm like, oh, JT loves that movie. But I also know you either haven't seen or don't remember Easy Rider. I, do, I have seen it, but I don't remember it at all. So that's funny because Jack Nicholson was actually in Mars Attacks as well. So it's not him. He's not playing against himself, is he? Young Jack Nicholson. <laughs> By the way, the five words I forgot were uh, went crazy in the hotel, which would definitely have been enough for you to that get got over there. there. That would have got me there. Yeah. I think a younger Nicholson, like a Chinatown Nicholson. Fun. Because at this point, we're recasting whoever the older Nicholson is. Sure. But I think Nicholson out of like literally Chinatown Nicholson would perfectly have handled this role. No argument. None. All right. So here's my other one. Uh, we won't, we don't have to guess this one. So Christian Bale. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. So my big litmus test was the same as yours. It sounded like my big thing was, can you not get lost in this? Can you, can you not get lost in that scene with Jack? So I was trying to think of like, listen, Matt Damon's a cheat code. The answer is yes. Matt Damon doesn't get lost sure. anywhere. So that's why I didn't use him anywhere. That said, Bale's big, right? He can play real big and he's got fire to him and he's got a lot of oh, intensity yeah. and he doesn't feel like somebody who'd back down to anybody. And so I think it would have been a little bit of a different read, but I definitely think he could hang. I, I agree. I Especially thinking about the Bale from uh, The Fighter with – with uh, yep. with Wahlberg, so yeah. the, the fighter, and then also him in uh, was in Ford versus Ferrari. Like he's like that that same mm-hmm. sort of like just punch up, don't care sort of gusto. Really, yeah. real to me. Love it. Right. Maybe also older, much much older him as the uh, Nicholson part versus my young Nicholson. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Okay, okay. So you have another one. It's my last one. 
So uh, August 6, 2004, 71. So it's a little bit higher than I thought it was, but this is collateral. Never saw it. Ooh, okay. So I won't yeah. give you too much, but I, I am going to make you guess the person because- I, I know the basic premise of this one. I've seen the trailers. Yeah, that's fine. So to be fair- To be fair. Uh, fine. Cruz was good in this. Like he wasn't bad. Yeah. He wasn't great. He was fine. He did not hurt the movie. He certainly probably helped it a little bit for sure. Jamie Foxx was great in this. Uh, but I have somebody that even though if you've only seen the trailer, I think you won't disagree with this. So October 3rd, 1964, I'll give you Gosford Park and Sin City. I've seen both of those, believe it or not. Okay. This is for collateral, but Sin City's got like everybody in it, That's so it's hard to remember. Why I used it. <laughs> I've got to assume this is not Mickey Rourke. It's not Mickey Rourke. Okay. Could it be? Is this Bruce Willis? No, no. This is a, he is a, this guy is a favorite of yours and mine, though. Big time favorite. Hmm. Man, I'm trying to remember all the segments from Sin City now to remember all the people. I, I, I'm not going to get there. And I know it's not like Elijah Wood. who no. definitely could not candle this part. No, he would not. <laughs> all right. What, what, whoa, wait. I got five words. Five words. So five words. Uh, get closer. Get inside. Man. Clive Owen? Clive Owen. Interesting. Well, I haven't seen... Collateral, so it's hard for me to speak to it, but I could see Clive Owen can pull off a lot of cruise parts. Yep. I don't think he can, you know, I don't, I don't, I, we haven't seen, we both love him. You're right. We haven't seen him really pull off the leading man situation yet. Do you think he's got the uh, gravitas chop setter for this role? So two things. One, yeah, the answer is just yes, I do think that. Two, <laughs> two, the reason that I, I actually don't think, and I think that's a fair assessment of him because, you know, he's been in a couple things where he was sort of the, the, the guy, but he's more of an ensemble dude. That said, the basis, the, the whole, the reason this movie works is because of the duality of Fox and Cruz. And so because he's going to have Fox to lean on, you're in that same world that he has really excelled in before. And I just think Clive Owen is brilliant. And there's something very like menacing, dark, and focused about this particular role. And all three of those things fall right in line with what I think Clive is potentially one of the best at, right? Like okay. a singular focus. This is what we're doing. I'm not asking questions and no one's going to get in my way. I buy Clive Owen with that every time. All right, I'll take it. There we go. All right, so in general, in general, uh, I'm not, I'm sort of surprised. But, oh, you've got one. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I totally forgot. You've got one for this? Well, technically, I still have three more in my Pong list. Oh, things are so one. So these are three where you want to replace him that I didn't replace him. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's go. So my top – so th this was my, in fact, order here. Started with Jack Reacher. Okay. Uh, next up, The Last Samurai. Disagree. So he got lots of flack. There was a lot of flack about this because they basically put a white guy to, in an Asian movie. Yep. The, the A, loosely based on, so, not really a true story, just loosely based on a true person. Yep. Or lightly inspired by. But I will give you someone that I think could have pulled off this movie at a younger age. Okay. 
than the way you and I probably picture this actor. Okay. Born in... Why do I have 61 written down? I don't think that's right. There's no way that's right. Okay. Keep going. Born long before 61. The okay. two movies I'll give you include Midway. Okay. And um, that was from the 70s. Okay. And a movie called Red Lion. It's from, I think, the late 50s. Never seen either of those. He's a lucky numbered warrior. Lucky number. So is this one of the guys from uh, Kurosawa's deal? It is. To not, to not, why can't I think of his name? That guy, Tashiro Mifune. Yeah. Ah, Tashiro Mifune. Mifune, that's it. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. sure. I think he'd have been brilliant in this. And you have him. All you have to do to change the shtick is he's a Japanese warrior who, for reasons, was in America, you know, got exposed to something, came back with that knowledge and brought that. But I think it would have been a brilliant film. I, I enjoyed cruising this movie very I like this movie more than mo- a lot of people did. I think Cruz is fun in it, but I think he's not doesn't it didn't have to be him. So oddly enough, I have this on my keep the cruise list. Interesting. So interesting. Because Tropic Thunder was like a nod, but like not my actual top five, because I just thought it was fun. Sure. But like, so here's the thing. I'm a staunch defender of this movie in general because I understand all the reasons that, you know, culturally people took issue with it, but I actually think the way they played it out, the story works. So while I understand if you're upset at the way the story was claimed, the way that the story was reframed actually I think is relevant. Like it it works. The storyline works because of him being the soldier they portray him to be. And I actually think Cruz is great in it. So I think great. great, I think I agree. Cruz is great in it. I just don't think – I don't think he's necessary for this movie. That's sort of my point. Okay. And to – sort of hit something you just said that I th- think is interesting is um, I think this movie's bad rap came mostly from, it, it's almost like current culture. I don't remember what year last summer is like 2003. Yeah, December 5th, 2003 it was released. So I think this movie got, got hurt the way these days people take a quote out of context or read a headline and don't click through on the story and retweet it a thousand times. Sure. I think people got offended about a movie named the last samurai. And it's the assumption that you have to have a white guy in the room that you had to have Tom Cruise. in it. I think people look at it like that. Why'd you cast instead of actually reading the story to realize the story is an American military officer living in Japan gets caught up in, 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 Fighty fight, right? <laughs> Fighty fight. So I think if you knew that that's a story, there's no problem with it being Tom Cruise. But if you don't take, you know, 30 seconds to read the synopsis, you can be offended pretty quickly. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I mean, I sort of remember when this movie came out because I was old enough. Uh, what, what I will tell you is it really introduced me to Ken Watanabe, who in this movie I thought was absurdly talented. I mean, like he was so good in this. So good. So good. Perfect. Oh, man, he was perfect. My next pick, yep. just to keep us on time as much as I can, is the movie's The Color of Money. Sure. Okay. A movie I like very much and would argue is like people love this movie. It's great. I've seen it a few times. I don't think you need, again, you don't have to have crews. You do have to have a lot of the same criteria though. And so for this one, the actor is born in 1974. He was in The Quick and the Dead. He was also in Critters 3. <laughs> Oh, okay. 
You know, the chance to come back to a Critters reference this long into the cast is worth it. And I will say he's a wolf who drowns. A wolf who drowns. Oh, man, that's like a hyper-specific clue that I'm sure I'm going to be mad I'm not thinking of. But it, It's not really if you – I know that we haven't been playing as much of the clue game, but my clues basically point you to a couple of other movies that this person did. Yeah, yeah. So a wolf – so dances with wolves? No. So wait, 74. Oh, Wolf of Wall Street, Who Drowns? Jack, Wolf of Wall Street, Leonardo DiCaprio. That's the one. Nailed it. <laughs> I think Leo, at whatever, again, putting him at the right age, sure. I think that Leo can handle this movie no problem. It's it's all of his best. It's like, especially because it sort of leans into some of that like hustler-ish vibe. And I think Leo has that possibly and, and, and it comes back with that big smile like all i picture is the smiles out of both uh great gatsby and and um django sure that like awful smarmy but also somehow crazy charming smile he's got yeah like that plays in this role pretty well i think yeah I, leo's a cheat code for me there's not a lot of things i don't think he would do well in but in this particular i i do think you're right i mean there are certain stuff like listen he couldn't be ethan hunt that's true. Right. Like he can't yeah. do that. But this one I think is a great recast. That's great. Thanks. And the last one I'll give you, the movie is Rain Man. Disagree. I know. <laughs> uh, I love Rain Man. I've seen it many times. And I, I, I wanted to be I wanted to be really honest on this cast today, JT. And I came to the conclusion that I think you could have had some other people play that part. I actually think Leo was a possibility for it. I think Leo could have sure. has has enough because here you need calmness, you need lovingness, and you also need some callousness and selfishness. Sure, right? Those are what you what you got. So I'll give you an actor from 1976 who was in. I don't know if you saw Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. I've seen it. I saw about a third of it and sort of gave up. Uh, and also one of your favorites, he was in Smoking Aces. Love that movie. And your five words are, he's twice a comic hero. So this is Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Yeah. I think Ryan Reynolds absolutely could pull off Rain Man. Absolutely. I think he's got all of the intensity and charm and that, and could also be the off-putting in it for myself, you know, Deadpool's a bit of a jackass, and he's and 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 this role is not that, but it's close, and I think he could do it. So here's my retort. Please, sure, of course he could do it. Ryan Reynolds is great. I, I think he definitely has the chops to do it. I think Leo could do this. I think any because the the range of this character I think is not not unique, but like if you're good, I think you can get there. Right. Like there's a handful of people that I think you could name just really good actors and be like, yeah, that probably would work. My argument would be, could any of them do it better? And the reason Rain Man's on my keep mm. the cruise list is because do what could you sub in Matt Damon, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jack in his time, Ryan Reynolds, potentially there's some other. Sure. I think you probably could. Would any of Adrian Brody, Adam Driver, I don't know, whatever. Like, yeah, a lot of them probably could do it. Would any of them do Adrian it? Adrian Brody. Brody. Brody was one that I really wanted to put somewhere just because I like him a lot, but whatever. Yeah. Would they do it as well even? I think you can make an argument that a couple people do it as well. Does anybody get past where Cruz did? I think the best you're looking for is, 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 to, is to meet him, which means he's got to stay. 
Okay. That's my argument I'll for Raiders. And I had the last silly one that's, I think, a pretty obvious one for cocktail. Yeah, anybody else. <laughs> I, a very specific entry and in the right timing and the, at, at same exact age, who was in Three Musketeers and Cadence. Ooh, Three Musketeers. Charlie Sheen? Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Which I, which I wrote, a pitcher, a cowboy, and a stockbroker. That's great. Yeah, I like that. That's a great pick. Yeah. Uh, by the way, cocktail, a movie that I didn't realize just how much people hated. It it was like crazy popular for some reason, probably because of Kokomo. Okay. And it was awful. So it's got like an 18% or something like that. 12. There you go. <laughs> like, listen, again, we've we've established Metacritic doesn't matter. Nobody, nobody cares. But just you know, gap-wise, it's it's good. Most of his movies are above 50 and below 70. Most of his stuff yeah. is somewhere in that range, which, by the way, if you asked me to peg, I'd be like, yeah, he's probably somewhere in the middle somewhere, which makes sense. Couple that sneak into the hot, like, you know, 70s, one that sneaks into the 80s, and everything else is somewhere there. But he doesn't bomb, right? Like, you know, when, right. Matt, when Cage goes Max Cage, you've got some 20s, some 10s, some single digits in there, with the exception of Cocktail, which is horrible. Well, if we go back to one of our other theses that if you were to just add 10 points to a Metacritic score, you sort of have a letter grade. You know, you would say that by that alone, Tom Cruise averages a B plus to an A minus, right? Across the board, which seems about right, you know? Yeah, I'm, listen, I, just to, to put my position firmly on the record, I think Tom Cruise is a totally valid and great Hollywood actor who belongs in the B to A minus range at the highest. And scene. <laughs> no, go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, well, it's fun because like this was, so what, what, here's what's interesting. My issue with Tom Cruise is other people's opinion of Tom Cruise. It's not really with Tom Cruise, right? People, to, I've, I've heard lots of people in my life reference him in, with other actors he just doesn't belong around. And I think it's because he has longevity and he does good movies. But he's not some ridiculous, like he's not Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's not Denzel Washington. He's not Tom Hanks. By the way, great, because none of right. those people okay. are Ethan Hunt. And I'm very happy to see Ethan Hunt when he's being right. Ethan Hunt. But I don't need Ethan Hunt as Jack Reacher. I don't need Ethan Hunt as The Last Samurai. And I certainly don't need Ethan Hunt in a battle with aliens. Like, just hard pass. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Fair enough, my friend. I did have a final note that his brief scene in Magnolia, Bradley Cooper would just have absolutely crushed. Bradley Cooper is again, Bradley Cooper is in that pantheon of guys I just mentioned. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, like he's very quickly rising up into the oh, you just act, and it's a, it's incredible. Fair enough. So this was fun. I really want to do more of these because one of the things I will admit to is I think I like Tom Cruise more than I thought I did because I had a hard time like putting him out of movies because I like a lot of the stuff he does. It's just a matter of could people do it better. Uh, that said, next week, so we're, we're in the holiday season. It's my turn to pick, I think. It is. All right, good, because I picked. So, <laughs> uh, so I think that you know, one of the oldest tropes on the internet is uh, there's always that one family member at Thanksgiving who says something crazy because that's kind of what Thanksgiving is in the U.S. is you just get together and it's about being with family. So we're going to do our top five movie families. And I will give Love you it. context. 
The context is they need to identify his family, so blood or not, whatever, but they need to be multi-generational for it to work. So it can't be siblings, it can't be kids, it can't be just the parents. It's got to be parents, kids, grandparents, kids, parents, kids, some, some, some amalgamation of that. Do we need three generations present or is two sufficient? I think two is sufficient, but three is bonus points for sure. Well, I want those bonus points, so I'll go for I'll get I'll get some I'll get some grand grands in there. And you know what, Jeremy's that's what I appreciate about you. And what we appreciate about you listeners is that you take all that time out of your day to likes and shares and tell your friends about the low five top five. Because listen, at the end of the day we do this because we love it and we love you, but you know what you need to do. You need to show us the likes! 